0: Yeah, I'm sorry. I started the message right away. Were you there? Did you hit it? Okay, I know. Sometimes I just ramble. So the title of today's message is Activating Apostles. Um, Again, the definition, simple definition of apostle is sent one. It's reproducing wherever you go the kingdom that you were sent from. Uh, so in order to go as an apostle, you must be activated. You must be given authority and power to be and to do. And so it's much like in the um, back in the what would it middle centuries, middle century, mid century, whatever it's called, um, where they would dub knights. And so I started doing some research on what that meant and how one became a knight, K-N-I-G-H-T, a knight, and what that inferred. And it's a lot like us becoming apostles and the authority and the power that we've been given to be and to do. And in that culture, the, the royal, the queen, or the higher knight, would take a sword, and when one has achieved that sense of um, commission or call and has displayed the strength and the will to carry that call, they're then elevated to a place from a sire, which is an apprentice, to a knight. And so they have a great celebration that actually the N-I-G-H-T, the night before the nighting, the dubbing, that they actually go through the ceremonial washing. They come out that next day and spend the night in prayer, mind you. Most of the time it began with their arms being laid across the altar. I mean, can you just see this? Spending the night in prayer... Coming out for the celebration For the dubbing Of their knighthood Wearing all white And then they come Before the royal Go ahead, You're, you're all White, you're all ready They're asked, are you ready to take This, make this commitment Of course I'm using Brenda translation here Are you ready to make this commitment You vow your life to this Code of conduct That I'm going to read to you some of those things that they swear allegiance to. Um, And are you ready to carry this wherever you go? And basically die for it. You know that you'll stand for it, you'll fight for it, and you'll die for it. If you're ready, would you please kneel? And then the royal would take the sword and bow your head. And they would knight them first on the right shoulder and then on the left, and then ask them to please stand. And as they stand, they take upon them a name, a title. And that title and that name helps them remember who they are, their calling and their mission, and their allegiance or their oath to this code of conduct. Every time that name is called. And what I want to show you, thank you, Kirk. What I want to show you is some of those things that that code of conduct that they swear to. This is just a portion of it. That he would speak only the truth from now on. That he would be loyal to his Lord. He would be devoted to the church. He would be charitable and defend the poor and helpless. He would be brave. He would never traffic with traitors. He would never give evil counsel to a lady, whether married or not, that he must treat her with great respect and defend her against all. He would ob- observe fasts and abstinences And every day hear Mass and make an offering to the church. He would never avoid dangerous paths out of fear. He would be on time for any engagement. And upon returning to his home or Lord's court from an adventure, he would always tell of his escapades and he would never he would he would fight only one on one against an opponent never against a brother think about the code of conduct if we can call it so that we have to we are obliged to we are obligated to Commit ourselves to as an apostle to carry the name as the disciple of Christ or Christ Christian. Think about that. See, we want the great honor, we want to be dubbed, we want to be knighted, we want to carry the title, we want to, you know, ride with the pomp and circumstance upon our. Horses and gallantly come to the rescue and do this escapade and that great adventure. But how often do we want to surrender all for the coat? When it costs us something, be on time. They had to write that in. Maybe that should have been written in here. Beyond on time. Why? Because it shows honor. It shows respect. The name apostle, the name disciple, the title, the name, there's nothing better than to be called a Christian. And yet we use it, you know, as just a, mm, yeah, I'm a are you a Christian? Yeah, I'm a Christian. Maybe we should get rid of that word and really just say what it means. Yes, I am Christ-like are you Christ-like? Oh, wait a minute. I don't know about that. Are you a Christian? Well, yeah. What? Today we're going to be activating apostles. I want us to remember our, if I can, code of conduct that we surrender our life to carry out Uh, the mission we've been commanded to, and then receiving the power, the knighthood, if you will, the dubbing, the knighting of, the power and the authority to be and to do. So turn with me in your Bibles. I'm going to read to you Acts, just a few verses, Acts chapter 2, of course. How could we not on Pentecost Sunday? Acts chapter 2, I'm going to read a few verses to you, and then I'm going to read out of my journal. Almost a year ago, God gave me some insight to these four verses that I just want to share with you before we um, dive right into the rest of this message. Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 4, say, when the day of Pentecost came, they, meaning the disciples, were all together in one place I think there was 120, wasn't there in that upper room? Yeah, so it wasn't just the, you know 11, it was believers, let's say it that way. Um, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Let me just read to you what um, God gave me, like I said, almost a year ago. Uh, Verse 1, when the day of Pentecost came... In the Old Testament, you'll discover that Pentecost was one of the Jewish feast days. Only they, the Jews, didn't call it Pentecost. That's the Greek name, and it actually means 50. The Jews celebrated this as a feast that was called Shabbat. no Shaba, Shaba. Um, which means uh, seven, we- it means a feast of weeks. It was a Feast of the Harvest or a Feast of Weeks. It was seven weeks, seven days, seven weeks since Passover. It was a Jewish holiday. Pentecost then came as the 50-day, it came as the, uh, what some like to call today, the birth of the church. Okay, so verse 1, they were all together in one place. It's possible for believers to be in one place, but not be all together. Jesus' prayer for all believers is that we together would always be one. One mind, one heart, one passion, one mission. We would always be together. Verse 2, suddenly. Suddenly. God's desire to surprise us with his gifts, unexpected blessings, overtaking us like a tidal wave with his power. The suddenly, Verse 2 continued. A sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven. First they all heard. Open up your ears to hear the sound coming from heaven. A violent wind. The violent take it. It what? The kingdom of heaven take it by force to the enemy encamped on God's property. The violent sound filled the whole house first before filling every man. Where they were sitting, resting, waiting, praising Waiting on the promise, the gift of the Father, verse 3, they saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. After hearing from heaven, then they saw the fire of heaven. You won't see the fire if you're not willing to listen. Tongues of fire, the word of heaven, from the mouth of God to ours. Separated on each one, specific to each, for each. And it came to rest. This is not a fire that blasted them back out of their seats. The violent wind, the tongues of fire rested on them. Much like the dove rested upon Jesus. Verse 4. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit. Not some, not a select few. All, all who, all who were there in one place together as one. Who heard from heaven and rested and waited for the promise to be filled. Verse 4 continued with the word and. 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 Jesus declared that when you are filled, you have a responsibility to be and to do. To do what? Declare God's wonders to the world. You cannot take in and not give out. Verse 4 continued. They began to speak in other tongues or languages. The manifestation of the infilling of the Holy Spirit is the immediate declaration of the wonders of God. In verse 11, those listening heard them declaring what? Declaring in their own language, all these separate languages, all different, yet all together, all the same, the wonders of God. And the reason for the salvation of men. And it comes through the declaration of the wonders of God. Verse 4 continued. As the Spirit enabled them. The definition of the word enable means to authorize, empower, make possible, give power to, give authority to, invest, allow, permit, equip, facilitate. The Holy Spirit. Resting on us, fills us, empowers us, authorizing us and equipping us to declare the wonders of God, violently taking God's kingdom to the corners of the earth, reclaiming God's kingdom has come here on earth. Now, just as it is in heaven, the Holy Spirit is the apostle's power to be and to do. So you can't just receive the power to go do. You can't just receive the power of the Holy Spirit to be. You have to open up to receive the Holy Spirit. To surrender, to commit to, to pledge allegiance to. I will be and I will do. But not in your strength and not in your power. And that's where we get so confused and that's where the huge struggle keeps happening. And you'll hear people proclaim one thing and live one way. You know, that they are I'm, I'm a believer, but you ask them what they believe. Well, I don't know. It shifts and changes with every circumstance. Why? Because they're trying to be someone that they're not equipped, empowered to be. They're trying to, like the Pharisees and the religious leaders at the time, create such a whitewashed lifestyle that, you know, Jesus called them whitewashed tombs. You proclaim to know so much and you're studiers of the scriptures and you live such pious lives, you know, holier than thou, yet inside of you, you're dead and rotten. Why? Because they were trying to do without being. When you sit around and try to come, Holy Spirit, fill me, fill me, fill me. You, I mean, have you ever heard? That? Sometimes I feel like He talks to me, you know, you know, a little bit more honestly. And I get those. Why? Why do you need it? What are you doing with it? What do you plan on doing? Why do I want to fill you? For what reason? So you're fat? So you just can have more? What do you want it for? Why should he give us more if we're not using what he's given us? Isn't that the definition of a good steward? You know, we, we cry out, we want revival. Why? Why do you want revival? What are you going to do with it? Have you thought about that? Why? So we can just blow up our name here and be some big church and, oh, look at us. Is that it? Why do you want revival? Why do you want the Holy Spirit? You know, come on, let's ask some real honest questions. Why? Why do we want to be filled with the Holy Spirit? Just so we can go off and flap our lips and speak in tongues so everybody can think we're so holy? What's that for? Actually, right here, what we just read is that those tongues were spoken in other languages. To declare the wonders of God. Why? For the salvation of men. Because then they all, hey, what's going on here? What's going on? Then they started gathering out. What's going on? What's going on? We all hear them speaking, declaring the wonders of God in our own language. What's going on? What's going on? on? Remember? That gave opportunity. And then Peter stood up and finally preached a message. Said, well, you guys are the one that just killed the one you're saying. Oh, He's so great. And then they cried out, What should we do to be saved? He said, Repent! Can't go around all pious and painted up and holier than thou and think that you're all right and I'm all good to go because I'm keeping my 600 rules to the 10 laws. And he said, Repent! Listen, today, Pentecost Sunday, we're going to call for the filling of the Holy Spirit. But you have got to know why you want, you need to be filled. It's To be and to do. It's not one or the other. It's got to be both. To be. All he's called me to do. All Christ died for me to be. It says God sent his son to be the sin offering. Why? So that we can be the righteousness of God. For what reason? So we can wear a little plaque that says, look at me, I'm righteous? No. For the salvation of the world. There's only two qualifications for receiving the baptism in the Holy Spirit that I'll talk about today, let me say it that way. That's repent and ask. Repent and ask. Repent. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So if you're not walking in righteousness, if you're not walking in peace, if you're not walking in joy, I propose you are not even walking in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not an accessory to be added to your robe of righteousness. So listen to me. I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. He's not an added. He is the Spirit of God. The power of The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, the spirit that hovered over the earth when it was void. Second Peter 1 3 says, His divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness, everything. Why in the world do we try to live godly lives without the power to be godly? You can't do it. That's actually the whole definition of the Old Testament. That they tried to live godly lives without the Holy Spirit. And it says over and over again, it was just to show them you can't do it. The law brought death. The law brought the realization of I am a sinner. I can't do this. God, you gave me 10. I created 600 more to try to fulfill the 10, and I can't do it. Yeah. I mean, he said, Yeah, duh. Right? I got it. I got this. You know? And he, so he sent his son Why? To crucify To kill sin Actually it's in Romans 8 It says it's to <clears throat> By sending his own son In the likeness of sinful man To be a sin offering To condemn sin In sinful man And then he said, wait, 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 wait. Because now that that sin's been canceled in you, now wait for the power to be and to do. But those consistently struggling with walking in holiness are not walking in the Holy Spirit at all. Well, what are you trying to say? I was filled with the Holy Spirit when I was eight years old. When I was at camp. And I spoke in tongues. Okay, show forth the fruit of the Spirit. Because with the Spirit, with the Holy Spirit, there's a list of fruits. Galatians 5. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience. You know, gives this list. I think it's Galatians five two. Gives a list. Is it two? Is it? Oh, 522. Hey, I was close. I had one of the two twos. Don't mess with my tutu. The fruit of the spirit. So somebody who says, well, I was filled with the spirit back when I was blah, 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 blah. And I can speak in tongues and blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, if you're walking still in bitterness, anger, taking offense, and chaos, and blah, 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 blah. You know, there's no fruit of that spirit. Yeah, something's wrong. Something's wrong. I love the fact that the scriptures encourage us to continually be being filled with the Holy Spirit. Why? Kind of like taking a shower. Ever have to tell your kids, you have to take a shower every day. Oh, I just took one yesterday. Yep, every day, kind of like that, but from the inside out, continually be being filled. So, yeah, you might have received the uh, you, baptism in the Holy Spirit. You got evidence of speaking in tongues, but next week, yeah, uh, get filled again. Well, actually, if we're talking about showers, do it every day, get filled every day. Fill me fill me fill me why Until you're walking in the Full fruits The evidence of The holy spirit The power to be the power To do well even When you are if you're being poured out What do you think needs to happen Continually be Being filled so we keep Pouring you out but if You just fill this cup Lord Right remember that song Fill my cup, Lord. I remember the first time I heard that and I'm singing that and I'm like, why am I only a cup? You know? I wasn't small at that time either. So I'm like, fill my jug, Lord. You know? Huge vat, Lord. I didn't say fat, Lord. I said vat. V A T. Vat. But we need to consistently be being filled. Until all the fruits, and even when you are, like I said, fill him, up, he'll keep pouring you out. If you keep saying pour me out, he'll keep filling you up. But if you're consistently struggling with walking, walking in holiness, it's because you're doing it in your strength and not in his. It's kind of like pushing in car instead of driving the car. You're like, oh, look at my parents gave me a, a, a new you know, car, and that's great, and how do you like it? Well, it's pretty heavy going up those hills, you know, and I have to push. If your life is a struggle, if it seems tiring, if it seems hard, it's because you're doing it in your own strength. I like Reinhard Bonkey. Um, says, when you are in the Holy Spirit, it's like being in the water. You must let go and rest upon the waters of the Holy Spirit. He carries you like the river would carry you. The Spirit lifts you just like floating on the water, takes the weight off your feet, giving your back a holiday and your joints a vacation. He does the work. When you depend on your own power and energy, you'll find yourself consistently struggling and sinking. For at the best, you'll be trudging along the riverbank right beside the very river that could bear you up and carry you along with minimal effort. I like that. So turn with me. I know I already mentioned it, but turn with me over in Romans chapter 8. We're going to hit a couple more scriptures and then we're going to, I mean, we're going to press in hard in the altar time. Romans chapter 8. Verses 3 and 4 says For what the law was powerless to do In that it was weakened by the sinful nature What I was just telling you in the Old Testament We tried and tried and tried and tried They tried and tried and tried to live a holy life But they were powerless to do so For what the law was powerless to do in that it was weakened by the sinful nature God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful man to be a sin offering. And so he condemned sin in sinful man in order that the righteous requirements of the law might be fully met in us comma in who in us in us who goes on to say. In us, the ones who do not live according to the sinful nature but according to the spirit, not just to everyone. See the difference there. You ever have somebody say, Well, you know, the whole law is completed, Christ completed the whole law, so we don't have to fulfill the law, and it's blah, blah. and so we can walk. Yet he fulfills it in who? Us who do not live according to the sinful nature. Oh, we don't like conditions in the Bible. But it's full of them. And then down in verse 12. Therefore, brothers, we have an obligation. Obligation. We have an obligation you have been dubbed you have been given a title you have been given responsibility You have been given authority. You have been committed to what a call So we have an obligation But it is not to the sinful nature to live according to it for if you live according to The sinful nature you will die and listen he's talking to brothers He's talking to believers. Oh, what do you mean? Hmm. But if by the spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. If by the spirit you put to death the deeds of the sinful nature. We have an obligation, but he said it's no longer to live according to that sinful life. When you take on that, the forgiveness, the lordship, the surrender to be the Christ-like one, you have an obligation to carry that cross just like Jesus would. To live your life just like Jesus would. To love your family just like Jesus would. To extend mercy to the one cussing you out and giving you the one finger wave. To love them and extend mercy just like Jesus would. But what about those who are opposing me? What am I supposed to do And I need to defend? What would Jesus do? You have an obligation, just like those knights when they stood up and took upon them that title, that name. They had an obligation when they turn and start to walk away. That that code of conduct not only represent it doesn't even it. Their identity is gone. That knight is not. I'll just use Kirk because he was our. Our model here. That knight is no longer Kurt. You see, he doesn't matter anymore. He's dead. It's sir it's the title that, that he's been that was bestowed upon him. It's that title. And now he represents the kingdom that he comes from. And he must, he has an Obligation to reproduce, stand and be the kingdom from where he came. We need to stop making excuses to hold on to or participate in that which cost Jesus his life to set us free from. Repent. 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 You can't allow the sins of your past to speak louder than the truth. Oh, but, oh yeah, but, and I know, and this is just how I am, and you know, I've always done that. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit, the fruits of the Spirit are love Gentleness, meekness, forebodance. I love that word. I'm like, what the heck is forebodance? It's extreme patience in the face of opposition. Whoa. Extreme patience, mercy, compassion, and love. In the face of extreme opposition. Oh, I like that word now. Don't like doing that. But that's his fruits. It's not yours. If you're like, just pray for me to be patient. Now you're going right back to the Old Testament. And you're trying to be something that you don't have the power to be. It's his fruits. The Holy Spirit's fruits. Galatians 5.22. Look it up. So if you're not walking in those fruits, is you need more. Fill me more, Lord. Fill me more. And don't just fill my cup, Lord. Fill it all. And then the second one is ask. Repent and ask. In Acts 1, Jesus told them wait, 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 wait. What do you mean, wait? We just saw you, and we spending like 40 days with the resurrected Jesus. We're seeing the graves opened up and dead people walking around. And you're telling us to wait? Why would we want to wait? This is it. This is the time. Listen, they wanted, I'm sure they wanted to hoist them up on their shoulders and da ta da, 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 da you know? Right, here it is. He says, No, wait. Wait, why? You cannot do what I'm about ready to Send you to go do until you have the power to be, then you'll have the power to do. And he, he told him, he said, remember, I've been telling you about this for quite a while now. Even John the Baptist was saying, come on, he's going to baptize you. He's going to baptize you. The promise of the father is to baptize you. I like that Luke eleven thirteen 13, because all we have to do is ask. And Jesus told this parable, uh, this, you know, neighbor that comes pounding on this man's door. Wake up. I got some visitors. Give me some bread, man. I need some food to feed him. He's like, go away. I'm already in bed. The door is locked. Go away. And he kept beating. No, come on. Really? I got visitors. We want a party. Give me some food. So like, I'm not getting out of bed, but the parable says he will finally get up, not even because he likes the dude, but because he won't shut up, he'll get up and give him what he needs. Why to shut him up and now get out of here? And then he goes on to say, So, which of you fathers, if your son asks for fish, will give him a snake, or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then though you are evil Know how to give good gifts to your children How much more Will your father in heaven Give the Holy Spirit To those who ask him Fill me God Fill me Lord He's going to give you the Holy Spirit. All you have to do is ask. But don't forget. Don't forget. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is for a specific reason to be and to do. To be and to do. It's not about speaking in tongues. It's not about a notch on your Christian belt. Oh, there, now I got them. It's for a specific reason. To be and to do. Look, look at this. Look, 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 look at, look at. Listen, Linda, Listen. Jesus said, I have all authority in heaven and on earth. Right? He said that. Jesus is the authority. He is the one that stands here with the sword. He said, I have all authority. He even said, everything on earth, above the earth, and under the earth has to bow to my name. Has to. Everything his name is above everything. It says he has all authority And then he says here's the holy spirit who is the power For you to be who god has called you to be and to do what he has commanded you to do When you go and bring the kingdom Of heaven to earth. Now as it is in heaven. That's the power. So when he dubs you. I have all authority. Here it is. Stand up. Receive your title. Receive your commission. Receive your call. Here's the Holy Spirit. As we turn and as we go, we walk in his authority. he actually he says, "I'm with you. wherever you go, I go with you. I go with you. Why? So you not only speak the name, you have the name. Right here with you. <laughs> when When a little demon raises his head, who do you think you are? It doesn't matter who I am, look who's with me. Oh, sorry. Didn't see that. Right. Because everything has to bow to the name. All authority. All power. You have an obligation to that. So the qualifications for receiving. Repent and ask. Repent and ask. And then commit today. To live the code of conduct. Of an apostle or as a Christian. So, I mean, why don't you just start reprogramming your brain? So when you start to say, when you're in a conversation, somebody asks you, hey, are you a Christian? Yes, I'm Christ-like. Makes you kind of shudder. Do I want to say that? You should. Well, what if I'm not? So, don't give permission for it to stay. Say, I know there's parts of my life that keep coming back up out of the grave, and I keep killing them again. Get back down there. You can't come out of here. Go back, right? The knight would fight to the death. What? To defend all enemies. All enemies of the kingdom actually I like it how some royal or, or some knights would call it of the crown they always called it of the crown they would fight for the crown what are what have we been encouraged at the end to come to run the race in such a way to get the crown I'm like ooh, I like that Well, I don't know if that's how we're supposed to live. Yeah. Yeah, we are. So I want us to pray. I really want us to pray. Jesus, fill all in here today who repents and who asks. I want to hear that violent wind from heaven. I want to see the tongues of fire from heaven from God's mouth to ours. I don't want it to be a one-time occurrence. I want to continually be being filled. And I want him to send us out like he did in Mark 16:20. It says, "Then the apostles, then, then after the filling, then They were activated. Then the apostles went out and preached everywhere. And the Lord worked with them and confirmed his word by the signs that accompanied them. The Lord worked it. The Lord worked with them. So they were all together. We're all together right here. Would you stand? They were in the upper room. They were praying. They were praising. They were waiting. They were expecting. Jesus said, If I'm here, if I wait, the promise is coming. I will be filled. I will be filled. You know who won't be filled today? Those who aren't expecting to be filled today. So I want us to take time, press in. Uh, I'm releasing the the worship team. They're staying. And in a little bit, we're going to transition over to a, 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 a song that they're just going to continue to loop. So even Amy can press in. But we're going to press in Every one of us I don't care if you speak in tongues More than you know the Pope himself. Oh no I don't think he speaks Well maybe I don't know I don't want to condemn. I don't want to slander anybody I don't care Continually be being filled So that you are Holy Spirit Activated To be and to do What we have been called And commissioned to So I know I'm gonna be the first one. I need more, I need more, I need more, I need more.